Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ghoul Watch, another episode where we talk about ghouls, goblins, ghosts, poltergeists, and, you know, some other stuff. If you if you would listen, you'd understand. Welcome. Uh, I'm Charles M. Powers, a ghost behaviorist, and uh, this is my partner, Joe G. Gently. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great, Charles. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> <laughs> this is your show too. <laughs> oh, whoops! I kind of forgot that we made it together. But I felt that was such a strong intro. I felt like I was uh, sitting right across from Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and you know, uh, I appreciate being compared to one of the legends. Um, you know, Jimmy Kimmel has been under fire lately. But yeah, you know, uh, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I haven't done the things Jimmy Kimmel has done. So let's just put that idea to bed right away. And I not not to toot your horn too much, but I think you're a little bit more handsome than Jimmy. <laughs> Sometimes I turn on the the tube and I look at Jimmy and I kind of go yuck yuck. Yeah, he uh, he is. I don't know. Is he ghoulish or goblinish? I can't tell. <laughs> Probably more goblinish. Yeah, he definitely has f- features of a of a goblin, especially uh, more so in in the man show days. Mm. But bo- boy. That babes on trampolines bit oh. at the end of every episode. I'm rubbing my hands together right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I love that stuff, and and it's it's fading away these days. You can't get a couple babes on a trampoline, let them jump around, and I think it's a dang shame. Yeah, um, it's, that's that's uh, that's PC culture for you, you know. Yeah, but that's that's more of a topic for my other uh, podcast. Uh, triggered. That's the name yeah. of it. All caps. Colon. Yeah, that's good. Oh, sorry. Colon. Got a problem, bitch. That's the name. That's the name. Of it. I forgot. There's. It's in really small font on the the podcast album art. So you yeah. might want to enlarge that part because I forgot that was in there. I just thought it was called triggered. Not. I was. I was a little scared that it would be received poorly, so I had my uh, photo editor and I turned down the font size really low. <laughs> So, because I was scared. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of an aggressive title. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's 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 an important thing to to stay uh, grounded, keep your head clear, especially in these times. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, it's been triggering me lately, and I never get triggered. Um, staying indoors and being locked in here with all these ghouls and ghosts and geists. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, have you had any experiences lately uh, with the paranormal? Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm, re- I'm respecting the lockdown for the most part. Uh, besides mm. going out to Home Depot to to buy uh, crafting materials uh, for goblin traps, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I'm I'm spending a lot of time uh, pretending to read a book. I'll kind of open a book in my chair and I'll <laughs> I'll read about a paragraph and get bored. And I'll just kind of look out the window and Mm. I tell you, you know, just because we're inside doesn't mean the goblins aren't outside. Mm. Uh, And you wouldn't, you might not believe this story, but I was looking in the woods in the back of my house and I, I see a little, a little S Mm. and I was like, yeah, I was like, what the hell is that? I grabbed my binoculars and it was a it was the S on a, a Skechers shoe, and I, I moved my binoculars up, 
And by God, uh, Goblin was wearing a pair of Skechers. Oh, God. And I wanted to make sure it wasn't the neighbor kid because, you know, I yeah. the incident you, from... You roughed that kid up. I roughed that times. kid up. And I didn't want to train my, my sights in on him. Uh, you know, in case it was the the young boy, but I, I was uh, 89% sure it was a goblin. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I got real alerted because it's been a while since I've seen a goblin, right? Like when's the last time you've seen a goblin? God, ever since that one took the pie off my windowsill. <laughs> uh, wait, was that, was that what happened? I might be mixing up my life with Looney Tunes, uh, but... <laughs> I think that happened. They rebooted. Uh, they rebooted Looney Tunes. They got a second shot. You know, a little less oh. uh, goblin propaganda this time around. Maybe Looney Tunes colon one last shot. <laughs> That's what they're calling it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm one not shot. sure, but it sounds good. That worries me though, because goblins wearing footwear. I mean, we might have seen some goblins in tattered rags before, kind of just hunched over, yeah. uh, wandering around. It's kind, of, kind of ghoulish attire. Uh, but just a brand new shiny pair of Skechers. Were, were yeah. they the shape-ups, by the way? Because that's an important detail. They, I can confirm they were the shape-ups. And also, they may, they may have been wearing other articles of clothing, too, possibly from The Gap. Uh, oh, but no. I, I couldn't quite... I couldn't quite you know, I was shaking so much it was hard to see through my binoculars. You know, you never get used to seeing a goblin. It's true. I still, I still get anxious looking into the goblin's den. You know, going around the corners of the corridors and the caverns. And I, I listen. Even saying that's got me a little spooked. Um, I, you know, they're wearing the the S for the Skechers. Soon enough, they're going to be drawing that S that we all drew as children. You know, with the 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 triangular S. Yeah, it's on every notebook ever. Uh, yeah. I I have my own suspicions. That's a a goblin rune that just mm. somehow got circulated into the school system because um you know there's a lot of goblin propaganda in our curriculum, in mm. our TV everything so i i i'm not so sure about the origins of that s yeah yeah it's i have felt some strange power emanating from those s's in the past and i've you know i've squinted i've seen a a slight glow but i never connected it so that's a it's an extremely astute observation uh i i forgot one more thing um the goblin had a a little boom box and it was playing that song uh, with the part that goes chickity China, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> yeah, the best part the of best any part. song. It was just looping that part somehow. So um, this, is, this is the one time I really relate to a goblin. I think yeah, that's that's a great song. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that song, and ska in general. I think is you know I think that's something we can all agree on. Yeah, that's probably the least satanic genre. Uh, it's all about tuning your horn and doing that <laughs> jump, that little jump thing. Kind of a river dance type dance. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you, you've seen goblins. I and I've I've kind of been not looking outside so much. Uh, I've been kind of just in my study. I've been in my grind. I've been on my own wave, 
Uh, cool. Except for one time, I went outside, and I was walking beside this lake that was near my house, and I fell in the lake, and nothing paranormal happened. It was just, it was just kind of traumatic for me because everybody <laughs> saw, and they were laughing at me because. Uh, you know, obviously I live in, I live in Boron and nobody follows the, the mask rules here. Uh, so everyone was just out and about and they laughed at me. Um, that's, so I've been dealing with that. That's just kind of unfortunate. You know, um, it's important to remind people we have a life outside of, uh, being a ghost behaviorist and, um, you know, sometimes we, we fall too. Yeah. And when I fall, we all fall. That's what, how I feel. Because uh, that's how I view myself as sort of the linchpin of this whole this whole dang old thing we call life. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we're we're here. Listen, we're here to. We're not going to bum you out with stories about falling in lakes. We're here to talk about uh, a big topic today. This is a huge topic, especially now that you're locked inside. Uh, we're talking about haunted uh, freaking objects. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And this is a rabbit hole, guys. And and you might hear a guy, an ass clown by the name of Zach Baggins, uh, riff about this subject. He doesn't know a haunted object uh, from the spooky toilet he craps into. Because uh, his toilet is actually haunted. I can assure you of that. Uh, but we're here to talk about those haunted objects. You got any haunted objects in your house? Oh, God forbid. Um, you know, I... I make sure to destroy any object that could be haunted. Yeah. You know, anything that looks like it could be haunted, I would recommend that you destroy it. Um, you know, certain types of appliances really, really attract ghosts. Um, yes. I, I know you know a bunch, but I think one that a lot of people don't look over is the little dancing figures that uh i don't know they're kind of half teddy bear half like mm. animatronic and you press um a button and it maybe be like a, a, a snowman singing a little a little song and those are the perfect containers for ghosts you yeah. know those things are more often than not demonic crazy and <laughs> totally. i've been saying this from the start uh yeah. If you look up, if you look up on YouTube, just Google haunted toy. Uh, this is demonic crazy. And you'll find a video uh, that's, you know, probably one of the most concrete, just like yeah. straightforward evidence videos of uh, toy possession. Yeah. And let me tell you, it spooked the heck out of these people. And it spooked the heck out of me, too, watching in my computer chair. Yeah, I... I... I want to talk about that video a little bit because I feel like it's kind of one of the best pieces of evidence that we have for um, haunted objects. And I'm I'm curious about what you think about how those people handled that situation, because they they were very aware um, mm -hmm. that this was a demonic, crazy um, object. Yeah. So uh, do you think. Do you think they did the right thing? What should you do when you have an object that's haunted? I think that even though listen, even though the video was very concrete evidence and I'm glad they recorded it, don't record it because the, the energy from that thing could zorp right up into your digital camera uh, and, and could haunt that. So you want to just destroy it immediately 
Uh, and this is another case of get your gun. Yeah. Uh, and just fire away at that thing. And frankly, in that video, uh, they got a little hysterical. Uh, but I did greatly appreciate the anger. They didn't take shit from that uh, toy. And that's how I would have handled it. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the? How do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel great. I mean, honestly, I think that's solid advice. And you know, we've shot enough guns indoors where we can say uh, patching up a bullet hole in the wall is not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's really a little bit overblown that it's like, oh, don't shoot a gun in your house. Like, yeah. if it happens to go through the drywall and into the neighbor's house, that then you got a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in your, if you're keeping it contained and you got lots of, uh, you know, metal objects and stuff, I don't, I, you might want to be careful if you've got a lot of metal objects because it could ricochet and and bonk you back, which, (laughs) yeah, which is not good. So as long as your room's not just like completely, uh, metallic, I'd say just let it, let the gun rip and just destroy that, uh, toy. Don't even buy that toy in the first place or, or, you know. Or destroy them in Walmart when you see them. Yeah, it's a good, and that's that's illegal, by the way. Uh, I've found if you see a, a Billy Bass singing bass toy in the in Walmart, just grab it and break the plaque over your knee, uh, <laughs> because that thing is is also demonic crazy. Yeah, uh, but I mean, are there any more examples of this? Furbies? Are you kidding me? Toss that thing as far as you can. Uh, maybe like into a tie, like a little weight around it and throw it into a lake. Uh, because these are some scary objects. Yeah. To take care of them before they can become possessed. And you know, not, not to put on my conspiracy hat just too on too much, but isn't it interesting that these are the kind of objects that happen to kind of go viral before going viral, you know, tickle me Elmo. That shit was everywhere. Furby. Every kid had a Furby. Billy the bass was on every person's wall. And it's like, how did these objects get so widespread? And, uh, you know, I think there's some more sinister forces at work that we need to examine. I, I have, I have trouble, uh, with, you know, we talked about we talked about Hollywood the past two weeks. Uh, it's time to talk about the CEOs of companies like Mattel and Fisher Price because they signed a blood pact for definitely. They definitely sold definitely. their souls. Uh, they're definitely the, go look up the CEO of Mattel right now. He's he's the devil, and yeah. and frankly, um, the the whole industry is the devil's playground. It's uh, Satan's uh, Satan's play place. So I I don't I don't think you should let a single one of these toys in your home. And there's going to be a next one. There's going to be like uh, Roddy, the the raging robot. And he's going to come in your home. He's going to start whispering to your child. Uh, yeah. He's going to start speaking in tongues. You don't want these things in your house. Get them out. That's yeah. what I say. That. I, I can feel your passion and I totally agree because we've seen so many cases. We've investigated so many houses where the main problem is, is a little toy like that. And it's the last thing you expect. Cause you know, it's a oh, funny toy. It dan- <laughs> it's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shatter it in front of your kids. So they know yeah. that it's not to be trusted. 
It, my dad, he was the best. He every time I I messed up, he would grab a possession of mine, break it right in front of me, and uh, I'd be like, "Oh, you're so you're very noble, father. Thank you for teaching me this lesson." And if I ever have kids, I'm gonna throw their PS4 into a lake. This is slightly uh, off topic, but just my thoughts on parenting. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's important to think about. Um, what are, what are some other objects that you've noticed are kind of prone to being uh, possessed? Oh my god, the modern personal computer. Oh, uh, you, you don't even know how many times I've sat at uh, my desk, my face bathed in blue light from the blue screen mm-hmm. of my Windows computer, and and I'm just beck- I'm just motioning at my computer. What the heck is this thing doing? And I figured out over years that thing is is uh, doing doing deals with the devil. It's uh, a yeah. all the electrical conduits zorp in the negative energy and your screen turns blue. You lose your documents. Uh, you lose tax dot uh, tax 2007 PDF and the IRS repossesses your home. This is my personal story. Um, but computers xboxes playstation anything with ram i'd say is the creation of the devil and can become possessed quite easily did we, i think we may have covered on a past episode how uh ghosts can travel through the ethernet cords yeah <laughs> they can absorb in and they and it is similar to a surfer surfing a wave <laughs> These ghouls and goblins, not goblins, they can't fit in there. No, not goblins. The spirits uh, uh, skating through these wires. It's kind of like a Tony Hawk 50-50 grind as they they travel through the cables and fiber optic cables. Um, And, you know, that's why I disconnect all my cables after I'm done using any electronic device. I disconnect the cables. I put them in this. Uh, I wrap them in what's it called? One of those those weird kind of like foil blanket things, mm-hmm. and I put them in my closet. It takes about three hours a day for me to put everything <laughs> together and take it apart, but uh, it's worth it because I am not demonic at the end of the day, and that's <laughs> really what matters. Yeah, I have a, kind of a similar protection technique from our computers. Um, you know, I usually keep it off the grid. You know, like I said, I read a lot of books. Um, and so I like to write down what websites I want to visit for that day in my chair. I go to my local library, put about $3 uh, into the machine so I can print. And I just I just print out my web pages there. And I, I kind of browse them manually, turning each each page at a time. Wow. Uh, a little bit inconvenient because, uh, you know, the links don't work on the because it's printed. So I got to go back to the library. But it's, you know, that little bit of inconvenience is just kind of the price you pay for being safe. Yeah. And people will give up safety in the name of convenience every day of the week. Oh, and tell me about I, it. The thing about the web and the computers. Hold on. Somebody's car alarm is good. <laughs> is somebody's it? Car alarms going off. I think there's a goblin trying to get into a car. <laughs> I can't see it. I'm just assuming. Uh, they, they've been doing that a lot more lately. 
yeah. they'll go up and they'll just try they'll try the door handle and they'll just go from car to car doing that they're looking for snacks i think they're <laughs> looking for trees department uh yeah but as i was saying uh in this in this whole pc arena we have one ally one singular ally um uh, you ever heard of a man named norton and yeah. his antivirus yes a hundred percent a lot of people don't know this but norton was a uh noted anti-ghoul anti-goblin uh sort of uh he was sort of like a uh an electronic ghoul watch uh type guy yeah uh and he made norton not to protect against computer viruses made by humans but to protect against the <laughs> virus that is the demon, the modern demonic, sat- satanic, uh, uh, electronic, uh, you know, demons. Um, and catching real viruses was just kind of like a side effect. His software was so good. Yeah. Um, he could, Boy, he can code. Yeah. Because, jeez. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, so imagine that beautiful image that Charlie set up of a little ghost kind of nolly grinding on an ethernet cord and then imagine just a big fat red stop sign no (laughs) you cannot travel into the computer and that was kind of what norton software did i'm not a i'm not a techie but that's kind of the way that i understand it yeah i i like to picture norton standing right next to the rail that they're grinding on (laughs) and he's holding his fist out and they grind straight into this his fist Yep, and I I spend most of my day picturing Norton in various situations, uh, just because I love I love the dang guy. He's got the best software, boy. He can code, and uh, he's he's install Norton antivirus right now. You can get a free trial for like thirty days. Oh, that's uh, awesome. I felt a little bit better when I bought my computer and I I saw it was pre installed. Um, and I somehow managed to install another copy of Norton, <laughs> which made me feel even more safe. So uh, maybe, you know, maybe I'll turn my computer back on. Maybe I don't have to go to the library so much if I got two Nortons on my PC. Yeah, you have one Norton staring uh, and monitoring the other Norton to make sure that he doesn't go to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, you can never be too sure in this business. Yeah, it's a crazy business we're in, man. Sometimes yeah. I sit back and I smoke one of my Cuban cigars and I just look around at all the objects and I'm just wondering which one I have to break today because <laughs> there's so many haunted objects in my home and in your home, too. Yeah, and I, I want to, you know, kind of go a little bit out there. We we cover the basics of haunted objects, um, but I, I want to get a little controversial because you know, we are so deep into this that we cover things that most of these other motherfuckers aren't even thinking about. Yeah. And uh, my question to you is, do you think that a food can be a haunted object? Because I was eating oh. um, an almond when I had an almond that kind of looked haunted <laughs> and I, uh, I stomped that out like a like a cockroach just threw it down. Bam. Yeah. And I, I, I made some almond butter on my freaking kitchen floor. Yeah, that's a dev wise decision there to get rid of that because it's true. It definitely can be haunted. And little story here. I went recently, this is within the past 
seven years, I went to a donut shop and I was uh, perusing the donuts and I got a ring donut and I looked at it and it was like kind of, it was kind of glowing. It had kind of like this red smoke coming off of it. And uh, I looked behind the, the uh, counter and there was like a conspicuous German like chef and there's something about this guy is kind of freaking me out. So I said, Hey, I said, Hey, and I looked at him and uh, he looked me in the eyes and he could tell that I wasn't playing games and he dissipated into the air and he was gone and I threw the donut away. Um, so it was terrifying to know That's... that I could have consu- consumed that, that donut and bye bye ghoul watch. Bye bye, uh, thousands of ghouls killed by uh, by my hands. The whole legacy is rewritten because I I could have eaten a demonic donut. Yeah, I'm so glad you didn't. And you know, uh, on that note, you know, a lot of restaurants do have ghosts in them. It's kind of um, a containment of the energy that's there. Because if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you're kind of you're trotting the same paths, you're doing the same thing over and over again. It kind of charges the area up with some some ghost energy. And a lot of ghosts get stuck in restaurants and it's like, fuck, I, I, I was working till retirement and then now I got to work as a ghost flipping burgers? Fuck this, yeah. is what you're going to say if you die uh, and become a restaurant guy. It's it's very very possible. Being a restaurant demon seems like the worst demon to be because yeah. you're, you're doing uh, you're doing labor that's very like you're undercompensated for what you're doing, and then you're also cursing people to eternal damnation. Yeah. Uh, so it's a multi pronged uh, tough situation, um, and you know I've got a few restaurants off the top of my head that are demonic. Uh, number one, Guy Fieri's Johnny Garlic restaurant. Uh, he's going to try and sell you a mushroom garlic burger, but it's more like a fucking ghoul and gremlin burger, <laughs> if you ask me. Uh, don't eat that crap. Uh, second, Johnny Rocket. Any Johnny restaurant. Yeah, any Johnny away. restaurant for sure. Yeah, uh, just just stay away from the Johnny. Do you have any restaurants that you would say are entirely demonic? Um, yeah, did you, luckily this one's gone. Did you, um, ever visit Toby Keith's bar and restaurant? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal food. Yeah. Phenomenal food. Can't be denied. Um, I went to one, by the way, it's called Toby Keith's. I love this bar and grill. Um, which is a great title. Kind of tells you how to feel right in the title, which I like to have. I like to. Yeah, I like laugh tracks on my shows to know so I know when to laugh. Yeah. Um, and this place was phenomenal design. It's it's too bad it attracted so many ghosts. Um, the bar itself was shaped like a gigantic guitar. Oh, um, like if you imagine seeing a, a a bar from the top, but it's shaped like a guitar, and then in the middle was a freaking Harley, dude. It was Whoa, sick. Oh, that rocks. <laughs> It rocks. Yeah. And um, there is a lot of drunk people there in cowboy hats. And there's a lot of fights at night there. So I think it attracted uh, some ghosts with all the commotion. That is the most haunted place ever. But 
I'm eating those ribs in my mind right now. <laughs> I wish I could go back to that time. You know, I wish it was it was it was back. Yeah, it's it's a shame how a good uh, wholesome wholesome Christian establishment can be corrupted just by how good it is. You know, it, yeah. the the success of Toby Keith's "I Love This Bar and Grill" uh, it, it it corrupted it, and you know that's what happens to celebrities that's what happens to musicians you can happen to your favorite restaurant um so the thing is uh about haunted objects uh is the way you destroy them is also important do you have any certain strategy to uh eradicating the demons from a haunted object i think uh one of the methods you mentioned earlier was was great just breaking it over your knee was a, is a good place to start for a lot of them um but not every object can be broken on your knee you know a haunted bowling ball you can't just bonk that on your knee you're gonna yeah. it's gonna do like a reflex thing you're gonna kick and say yeah <laughs> um but you know well how how would i go about destroying a haunted bowling ball um mm. You know, hopefully you have one of those like super compressors that you see on YouTube where they like stick a, a little chocolate bunny under it and it smushes it and turns it into like spaghetti. Ooh, it's um, always a Russian guy operating it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know where you get one of those, but I would recommend finding someone with one of those for objects that are a little harder to break because I would imagine that uh, squishes the ghost inside too. Of course. Uh, yeah. How can how can any spirit withstand such pressure? It's impossible. No. And people people will say, oh, it's they don't occupy physical space. Uh, then tell us why we filled them with holes so many times <laughs> over with our desert eagles. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great point that you bring up. You just made us sound very cool. Thanks for doing that. Uh, but I was gonna say. Uh, for smaller objects, at least, just throw them in the garbage disposal. The <laughs> thing in your sink, just worm them up. I like to throw the objects in there, and then after they're done being cut up in the in there, I I spit in there. I go <laughs> just because I I'm, get, I'm so filled with rage at the the idea of being haunted. Uh, yeah, what what was the last thing you threw in there? I think you you kind of caused problems for yourself a little bit, if I'm remembering right. Yeah, I threw my wallet in there last uh, because uh, my credit card wasn't clearing. I was trying to, well, let's not talk about what I was trying to buy, uh, but it, it wouldn't clear. And I, I was like, this dang thing's haunted. Threw my whole wallet in there, uh, my ID, uh, pictures of my ex-wife, uh, and just a lot of stuff. I tossed it in there and I, it, it took me a long time to rebuild my entire life. Uh, just going through lines of the DMV. Uh, bad decision there. Even if your wallet is haunted, I'd say just hold on to it. It's too much of an inconvenience to do otherwise. Yeah, you can walk around with a haunted wallet for a little while and hope it just kind of goes away. Yeah. That was kind of a lesson we learned with that one. Yeah, um, the, the demon can get go into the cash. You give the cash to another guy. It's that sucker's problem. That's uh, I, I'd say just just stick with the demon. Uh, and hope it's like one of the funny demons. Like, uh, what's that? What's that funny demon's name? Uh, Zagrantha. Yeah, is it Zagrantha? <laughs> the de- the comedy demon. Yeah, the demon of comedy. Yeah, that don't they? Zagrantha's gonna make you laugh, but don't don't fall for her. 
because Zagrantha will really like get up in your guts, not and just and and stay there forever, and you will be haunted. <laughs> I feel like sometimes uh, Zagrantha's right over our shoulder. The way uh, you make you make me laugh. <laughs> I'd like to think Zagrantha's with me, but just not in a demonic possession sense. Just, just kind of cheering you on. Yeah. Just the the general candor and you know com comic uh, ability of Zagrantha. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, I I you know I wouldn't welcome a demon in, but if Zagrantha was right behind me, I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go to the comedy store if Zagrantha's on. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna invite her home after, but uh, you know. Oh, by the way. Uh, this is completely tangential here, but Ghoul Watch just hit 1,000 followers. Oh, literally, wow. just now on on the Twitter website. I I use Parler now. <laughs> I I, uh, I switched uh, because of free speech, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we still stay is, on there. Yeah, I I still look at Twitter more than <laughs> the other site. <laughs> the other site is terrible, but. Uh, just for I just tell people I cheat, uh, but I I wanted I want to just kind of brief people here. The the objects in your home, you don't even know how many demons there are. There's Barbados, Dantalion, Oligos, Paimon, Zagan. Any of these guys could be in your toaster, in your humidifier, in your recliner. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I really suggest, and this is a general suggestion, everybody, after you finish this episode, not before, uh, go get yourself a shaman. Get a shaman and have them go through your house. And, and shamans, I think there's an app for them now, like an Uber-type app. Right. Um, when's the last time you had a shaman in your house? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm more of a priest guy. I'll crawl, mm. crawl up the call up the priest and say, "Hey, uh, fucking Zagrantha's in my in my toilet," and then uh, you know, priest will come by, sprinkle some some of that magical water. But I, I, you know, what's been your experience? I like shamans, man. They're cool. Uh, they put down totems. Uh, and like uh, they got all these different kind of totems. They got like damage totems and healing totems, and they'll just put them all over your house. And they'll and you know as soon as you know it, know it, demons are gone, and uh, you don't even got to worry about it anymore. No more uh, proof loss in your home. No more uh, Barbados shacks, shacks. None of these demons <laughs> are going to be in your home. Uh, I, I and we should we should mention uh, shacks. Is a demon that's all that also goes by Chax, which is kind of confusing. <laughs> that is, it's kind of a translation through the ages type thing, and not to be confused with Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. He's not, as far as I know, a demon, but he yeah. is pretty close to Hollywood. So, mm. uh, you know, I'm not, and I'm not sure I completely trust Shaq because uh, he's in Shazam. Shazam. Uh, you ever see the scene in Shazam where he's holding up the boombox and he emits gems everywhere? <laughs> He just, he just blows gems all over the audience and that seems a, a little demonic it could just be cool i'm not sure a lot of the time uh the lines between <laughs> something being cool and something being demonic it's just it's very very thin it's difficult yeah. to tell yeah like um 
you know, CDs sometimes, you know, if, it, if it's devil's music, you know, sometimes you'll think it's demonic, but it was actually just cool. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the modern predicament now, especially now that we're home, we're uh, absorbing and consuming all this media. We got to really sit down and think, uh, is this a cool guy I'm watching on the television or is he Satan? Cause I can't decide. <laughs> and uh, that's what I think when I, I mean, take, I don't want to go back on the Hollywood thing. It's kind of irresistible, but we'd take a guy like Kevin Spacey. I mean, right. we all thought this this guy had us. We all thought he was really cool, and yet he's the biggest demon in <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. You know, one of the biggest demons for sure. Yeah. Uh, fooled me. You know, I was I was watching K Pax, mm. um, but pre pre him being outed as a demon, and I was loving it i was saying kevin thank you for this performance i was yeah. saying that over and over to the screen just to <laughs> no response and that's the thing is people have done that before because you can't help it and he he's responded through the <laughs> screen because he's a demon he can do that yeah kind of a kind of a fifth dimensional travel you know yeah something like that demon realm shit your TV speakers, you just hear, you're welcome, and, <laughs> and that's a scary situation. Yeah, uh, that's horrifying. Yeah, it's it's him and it's Ellen that really... Yeah, definitely him, Ellen. But good God, demonic. A hundred percent. Yeah, but that's a whole other topic. That's a, yeah, that's in the Hollywood topic. Yeah. I, th I think we've given people a pretty good idea of how to deal with some haunted objects uh, break them over your knee mm. uh or throw them in the garbage disposal or get one of those super compressors yeah and once you get all the shreds from the object that you've destroyed uh just like take it put it in a wheelbarrow bring it over to the goblin's cave and then as you kill the goblins just toss the goblins on top of the trash take one trip to the river and dump everything in there um, yeah that's what I used to do, at least before I was uh, stuck inside. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, kind of, kind of rough. Yeah, bit of a bummer, but you know, it's a perfect time to assess whether or not uh, you have haunted objects or not. You know, just going through every single object, holding it up really close to your face, and say, "Demon, be gone." <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the safest way to do it. And then after you say that, you give it a little kiss, just a, <laughs> and thank you. I, I've been I, I I've been reading that Marie Kondo, and she says to thank the objects that you destroy. Uh, so yeah. I've been doing that too. Yeah, uh, God bless her. Yeah, God bless her, uh, her heart mm -hmm. and her big old baby. She's got a big old baby now. She's I got hope. a huge baby. Yeah. That's it. That baby is large and a little bit concerning to have a baby that large, but I'm going to leave it alone. You know, it's yeah. her baby. I'm not going to try to get near it. Yeah. We're, well, we're going to stay away. We're going <laughs> to just, we're going to watch the baby from afar and laugh at its hijinks, but we're not getting close <laughs> to that big baby. <laughs> All the, <laughs> I do want to see the hijinks. That baby. <laughs> yeah. If we could get a video of some hijinks, that would be ideal. Uh, Marie, if you're listening, uh, let's get a, let's get a you got that Netflix show. Let's get a show for your baby. Let's see what kind of crazy stuff that that big old kid gets up to. 
And, uh, you know, if Murray, if yeah, I know you got another contract with Netflix to make more of your show. And if they don't buy the baby hijinks uh, contract, you can just put a little picture in picture, just a smaller season within a season of the of what the baby's doing. Just a baby cam the yeah. whole time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, Netflix, while, uh, can you tell Netflix to maybe air our documentary once we get the footage back from the government? Uh, thank you, Marie. Thank you, Marie. And uh, and one more thing, Marie. Um, if you could tell Netflix to bring friends back, I was I was having a hoot, uh, listening and laughing. Well, mostly listening. I treat friends kind of as a podcast because I've seen it so many times. I already know what it looks like. So mm. bring friends back. Um, Chandler Bing. It's my favorite character. Yeah, it's crazy how that guy pre- pretty much predicted Bing the site. <laughs> Because he was the first to have the the name. Is and, that uh, his site? Yeah. yeah. Well, he changed his name to Bing. It, it was kind of like Chandler's prophecy, they called it. It was his whole arc. <laughs> and he said, one day, Bing's gonna, uh, there's going to be a thing called Bing. And, there, and then there was. It's Bing. Uh, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. The, the, you know. That's that's a whole another topic. We could go into we could talk about friends for hours. Yeah, we definitely could. Because for friends, quote unquote, they sure have sex with each other a lot. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. Uh, yeah, geez Louise. I think that's why I keep watching. Yeah. Well, who's gonna bang who next? I gotta I gotta see the next episode of Friends. Uh, but I think that's a good note to end the segment on. Uh, we're going to see you in the next segment, which is a online haunted video that we're going to choose. Haunted online. And you're going to listen. And you're going to like it. Yeah. And not this is we're not saying this in a forceful way, but you we think you're going to like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, stay safe. Uh, whatever you're listening to this podcast on, you're probably safe to destroy it. Uh, but just wait until the end of haunted online. Okay, uh, see you in the next segment. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Haunted Online. Uh, today, we have a video of a video that spooks the heck out of both of us, uh, and we had to share it with you. Uh, can you uh, intro this video, uh, Joe? Yeah, so this is about Robert and... Not your coworker. I'm talking about the haunted doll in Key West, Florida. What can you know about Florida, Charles? Uh, best state in the union. Best guys live there. The coolest guys live there. The coolest old guys. Old guys with just a ton of stories. A lot of time to talk to you. Uh, that's what I like about Florida. You can just pull anyone aside and they'll just talk to you for hours. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I like the old guys who have the, the kind of the gator skin from being like sun soaked so long oh, that yeah. you can't they look like they might be ha- half gator they look like uh hulk hogan that's what i like about him <laughs> i think he lives there does he really yeah which is cool oh well we gotta go we gotta go visit yeah we gotta get there asap but for the in the meantime we can be teleported there through this video robert the haunted doll Rules after dark. <laughs> I wonder. Okay. I wonder what rules means. Like he's he rocks. Like he's really cool after dark. He's a cool guy. I think is 
what I'm hoping for. Robert the Haunted Doll rules. I think I'm going to disagree ahead of time because uh, haunted objects are no good. But Yeah, not a fan. Let's hop right into this shit, huh? Okay. Let's go. It is said that Key West is haunted by ghosts of the past. The town is yeah the uh, old the old geezers that wander that goddamn state. That's who haunts it. Yeah, those aren't ghosts. Those are old men. <laughs> Full of stories centered around ghost ships, mutinous pirates, and haunted forts. But perhaps hold on a second. Peculiar... Ghosts of pirates is the main issue there. Yeah, <laughs> is that not, what she said? That's not what I would expect. Uh, but. It maybe uh maybe those uh those dang dastardly pirates are what caused this Robert the haunted doll. Uh, yeah, I I don't know if I would be afraid of a ghost that looked like a pirate. <laughs> I don't think I would take it serious enough to be scared. Say so get out of get out of that cosplay, dude, and then maybe I'll be scared of you. Oh, you, you goddamn uh, rapscallion! When you uh, saw the ghost of Betsy Ross, she was like dressed in old timey clothes, right? From, like she was dressed time appropriate, right? She wasn't wearing like a Supreme T-shirt. No, no, she uh, she was in her old garb. I think ghosts have a choice, though. I think they could hypothetically rock Supreme as the <laughs> years go by if they're just like into fashion. But Betsy you, was content. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out, uh, you know ghost clothing it's kind of a, a new field that's opening up in paranormal research because uh, yeah i mean where are they getting these clothes these ghosts it's yeah. kind of a mystery to us i've seen a ghost in some clean air force ones and i'm <laughs> like i'm like dude are you a recent ghost and he's like no i'm from the 1800s i just keep up and you know i uh i believed him so let's let's continue this video <laughs> your spirit is not of a person or a place, but of a beloved object. I think one of the creepiest ones in Key West has to do with Robert the Doll. It's a Key West sonage. Uh, well, we'll just set the scene for you here. This is a room <laughs> that's blue. It's extremely blue lit. Uh, and there's a guy, they're not interviewing him like straight on. He's not looking to the camera. He seems to be looking at the corner of the ceiling. <laughs> and he's smiling he's really happy he's, he really looks like Joaquin Phoenix Joker before he <laughs> turns into Joker <laughs> maybe it was based on this guy was, um, I want to hear what he has to say yeah Enchanted doll. David Sloan knows all about the hauntings <laughs> of Key West he wrote Ghosts of Key West and started Key West Ghost Tours Alright, ladies and gentlemen, once again, if you have cameras, do take pictures of this house behind me. Where? We have a lot of positive forces going on in this house. We have a lot of orbs that float around. Oh, us. he's talking uh -oh. orbs. Uh, which is a controversial. We're going to get into that orb talk sometime because yeah. I get a little worked up uh, when it comes to orbs. Uh, but more importantly, this guy is in a, wearing a top hat and <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a bow tie on his ghost tour. <laughs> It's interesting we were just talking about ghost clothing because this guy's dressed up like a 1800s ghost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when I give ghost tours, uh, which I do, I don't wear a spooky like ghost garb. You know, that's patronizing. No ghosts are gonna talk to you because you're gonna you gotta you gotta impress them. 
And they're not going to be impressed by a goofy guy in a top hat and a bow tie, I'll tell you that much. You wear some fucking fly kicks and a supreme tee, and ghosts are going to be all over you. I I do have to say, though, I think you would look... Um... You'd look sharp in that outfit. Thank you. I'll wear it in my at my own leisure, but just not on a ghost <laughs> tour. <laughs> wow, that, that place looks haunted as shit. Yeah. They had a very scary fucking painting hanging up. And also, this music is spooking me a little bit. They didn't have to go this hard. It's like, ding, dong, ding, dong. <laughs> They didn't have to do that. Yeah, they could have put some like Jay Z behind this or something, something <laughs> to get us going, get us engaged. Yeah, get the kids involved. To be influenced by the doll. Some people said that he was abusive towards her, and when he was confronted with his abuse, he'd say, "I didn't do it. Robert did it." Okay, this guy is just—he's just, he's just doing a, a bunch of, shit. of bad shit. <laughs> he's just an asshole. <laughs> he's just an asshole who points at a doll in the corner and said, "Well, yeah, that's what did it." <laughs> it's like that may work when you're like ten years old, but he's like sixty. <laughs> you can't just scapegoat a doll into your your the twilight years. Honestly, right now the video is paused on a. a on an image of Otto's grave, and I'm kind of glad to see it, to be honest. (laughs) It should have uh, Robert did it in quotes engraved (laughs) on his gravestone. (laughs) That classic Eugene Otto. Yeah. He's always up to his hijinks and blaming on that doll. Rap scallion. (laughs) Gene passed away, but some say that Robert's spirit lived on. Uh-oh. Anne, who hated the doll, chose to lease their home rather than remain there, leaving the doll and the house forever. Why? Did what? They, you have agency. You can just throw this thing out. <laughs> yeah, I just, I've moved before. I've thrown out so many things. <laughs> you can just, I got to get rid of this doll. You don't got to move houses and keep the doll, like, sitting there. <laughs> like... When you move into a house, they're like, oh, yeah, this place is furnished. There's also a haunted doll right there in the corner left behind by the previous owners. Don't don't move that. It, it owns the house legally. Its name is on the deed. So she thought. In the lease, there was a clause that said, Robert must remain the sole occupant of the attic. It's <laughs> true. I can't believe you just called that. Who wrote that clause? Why is that? That can't hold up in court. It's ridiculous. You can't. You can't have. You can't have a fake person on the. What the fuck? Well, I gotta run that back. I'm kind of stunned. Or so she thought. In the lease, there was a clause that said, Robert must remain the sole occupant of the attic. <laughs> and that's when weird things started happening. There were some people who were there. That is the weird thing. A weird thing already happened. You gave an attic to a doll. It can't, it can't get any weirder. That means legally no one could even stay up in the attic if they wanted to. Because the only sole occupant can be Robert. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. Holy shit. House out, and they'd hear moving around upstairs. They'd hear footsteps running back and forth, things moving around. They'd go up into the attic, and they'd find Robert had moved from one side of the room to the other. 
After Anne died, it was this old fort, now the East Martello Museum, which would become the next home for Robert. I feel like they just went right into the next part of the story with no empathy for the people dying, the real people. <laughs> After Anne died, just so casually, like, okay, I guess she didn't matter. It's all about Robert. The, yeah. He owns land. He's impressive. He, he owns the attic and he's running around up there. He hears little footsteps. I don't I don't see how he's doing much harm in his later years. He's just <laughs> jogging in the attic, keeping in shape. Uh, I want to know how did they I thought he had to be in that attic how'd they get him to a museum they just papered over this yeah this this has got some holes in it for sure the allegedly haunted garrison from the Civil War times seemed like the perfect home for such a haunted doll what the fuck <laughs> hold on pause they, they decided let's take this haunted doll and bring it into a area that's already haunted <laughs> yeah it's uh i guess it made sense to somebody <laughs> to <do that>. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> this this is why we need paranormal research and studies in elementary school yes i mean it should be a part of the curriculum from an early age i mean you don't bring a haunted object into a haunted area that's double yeah. that's just doubling up it's overlapping yeah, that's creating a lot of haunting hauntings. And honestly, I think that uh, we should have kids studying this stuff as soon as they can talk. Possibly before the alphabet, I'd say. Possibly before <laughs> the alphabet. Start, well, maybe like during the alphabet. So like showing the ABCs and then just slide a few ghoul images <laughs> in there. And G, G has to stand for goblin every time. Or else yeah. they won't know. They won't be ready. Yeah. Uh, but bring in. The, okay. So listen. If you're if if you want a little advice, the only time you bring a haunted object into a haunted house is if you're trying to get your ass beat just on site. <laughs> that object, <laughs> they overlap, and you'll just get your ass kicked by Robert. It's uh, yeah. So beware. Nervous at times. Um, there's times I here um i see shadows just you'll know, hear a slam every now and then um, why why are you hanging out here then? <laughs> does she live does she live there does she work there what is she doing she lives in the garrison it's <laughs> pretty dope i'm hearing voices right now oh my god oh my god is that rob robert <laughs> spirits who live there when I come in the front door, every morning she opens the museum and makes her presence known to the spirits who live there. When I come in the front door, I I call out and I say, okay, I'm here and I'm <laughs> going to take over the fort and I'm going to watch it for you. But one thing she won't do is touch him. Just his aura about him. It's hard to explain. I won't touch him. It is said Robert Why would she doesn't have to touch like him? to be touched. You just sometimes you just gotta contemplate touching that guy. <laughs> just sitting there. But, by the way, we should describe what Robert looks like because he looks awful. He's just a horrible <laughs> little creature. He's got bad skin for sure. Yeah, he has like 
like I don't know if they're boils or like holes in his face and he's wearing like a white hoodie and he has uh stubs for legs i i'm not really convinced this was ever a real normal doll you could buy in the store <laughs> yeah. his legs kind of look like big old sweet potatoes it's kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's interesting they're kind of delicious and uh i like his hood though he's kind of he's got like a he's dressed kind of like a baby it's a little <laughs> embarrassing Given yeah. that he's hundreds of years old. No, he's not hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> he's about a hundred. He's old enough to not be wearing baby clothes. <laughs> put him in like put him in what that guy was wearing earlier with the top hat and the bow tie. <laughs> That'd look great. Yeah. The first time I was here taking photos of Robert, and I thought I want to get one without his hat on his head. As soon as I leaned up to move the hat, you could feel it it, it went from a simple looking doll to where boom. You could see life coming to it. You could see life coming to like his the eyes, bell. and you could tell he did not want me touching his hat. <laughs> I moved the hat. I tried to take the photo. The camera would not work. Snap, snap. It's doing nothing. I set the camera down, put his hat back on his head. Naturally, everyone who visits wants a photo of Robert, but that can prove a difficult task. They need to stop with these spooky noises. They're getting me. I keep looking around my room. Yeah, I know. It sounds like, I don't know, anchors dropping underwater and shit. Yeah. And fucking, why'd they add that bell in for when that guy was talking? <laughs> there was a very loud bell. <laughs> like the visitor from Idaho who took pictures around the museum. He claimed when he got back home that every single picture on the roll was of Robert. <laughs> See if he'll be receptive to us. David occasionally works with paranormal investigators who use various recording okay. devices to pick up energy, orbs around the doll. Okay. Even odd noises. Oh. This shit about orbs has gone too far. Yeah. People, people don't really know about orbs. They just like to uh, they see a little dust particle. Oh, it's an orb. No, you don't know tr orbs truly until you can conduct them like me. <laughs> That's what, I'm going to get into that later but I can conduct and store orbs and uh, you can store them? I knew you could conduct them, I've seen you conduct them but I, where do you store them? Well, they, I store them in my core and then I can emit them on a, <laughs> on a moment's notice I don't have any in me right now but uh, I usually like, have some orbs in me do you use them as like an attack? <laughs> I can't, no, they're they're relatively benign. I just I could kind of it's more like a little magic trick. Uh, but I'm the only person who knows how to do this, as far as I know. What what do you do with this ability? <laughs> it's I, pretty much nothing. I just it's like just having some orbs in me, and then I let them out occasionally. But I can conduct orbs. Is what uh, needs to be taken away from this. Okay. <laughs> which are a common occurrence at the fort. Strange, unexplained noises, like this one, caught on tape by a paranormal oh. investigator just a year ago. We'll talk about feeling a very negative heat energy around him. Um, what? Other people claim to see him move within the case, change positions all on his own. Welcome to the to the Bush Leagues, ladies and gentlemen. All this stuff about energy and heat and cold. Tell tell me when you put some holes in a ghost, and uh, then come to me. 
Because we're, we're, the only heat I'm feeling is the heat from my Desert Eagle. You know what I mean? And I mean, I think this is the the clearest. Oh man, I just saw an orb. <laughs> I think this is the clearest um, example of someone who's a complete a- amateur. Yeah. Guy said, uh, there's a negative heat around Robert. Negative heat isn't a a thing. What the fuck is negative heat? Negative heat equals cold, dumbass. (laughs) Maybe learn your, uh, go back to school and learn some math because negative is opposite. Um, So, yeah. So what we talked about earlier about the ghouls and ghosts surfing the Ethernet cables and the fiber optic cables like waves orbs can get mixed up in that stuff too so True. it's it's uh it's not a surprise that orbs might be coming out of my uh cpu right now or my uh networking uh, software um, other people claim to see him move within the case change positions all on his own because of all the supernatural activity goody is now documenting these strange events I take the journal only because there's so many different people that come in here and they all have stories. So I started writing things down, the, the happenings that go on around here. And it's getting thick. <laughs> the great. That's, uh, that's pretty interesting. You know, I'd like to read Goody's diaries, Goody's logs. Have you ever kept a, a log, an active log of um, like a diary of sorts about your ghost hunting and your goblin hunting uh yeah it's called my left and right hemisphere of my brain <laughs> <laughs> if i if i think uh writing stuff down um actually is is worse for you than just remembering it mm. um because if if it's on the paper you don't want to have it in your brain because you're like oh it's just on the paper i don't have to remember it but i just i remember every detail true you do have a photographic memory it's Uh, true yeah you remember you told me once you remember the face of every goblin you've killed yeah and (laughs) you know i it's my mistake i've felt a little bit of empathy for some of them too as they looked at me right before i you know popped that neck but um you know i just just try to put that behind me to try to try to think of uh some other images to get that out of my head i think of the awesome powers movie <laughs> um i just close my eyes i think of awesome powers and i, I pretty much watch most of the movie in my mind to get the, <laughs> the goblin eyes off of my conscience <laughs> As soon as the uh, goblin's face emerges in your head and you just, his face slowly is overtaken by fat bastard from Austin Powers. <laughs> exactly. I will just be having a, it's kind of messed up. I'll be having a normal conversation and I'll have to lay down for two hours, the full <laughs> length of uh, Austin Powers. Cause it's the only way to kind of get the, get the killings out of my head. Man, I, I I really envy you. You can just we can just relive entire films. Yeah. If I, if I had Fat Bastard and his hijinks knocking around in my mind, I don't think I'd get anything done. Luckily, I forget movies seconds after watching them, just because I've suffered so much head trauma from fighting goblins. <laughs> I forget about things seconds after they happen. Like I don't even remember this video we're watching right now. Yeah, it's about Robert. Who's Robert? Remember Robert. He's a haunted doll. 
Oh. If you click play, maybe it'll come back to you. <laughs> All right. The greatest amount of strange activity happens annually in October, when the doll is sent what? to another museum in town called the Custom House for display. I think yeah, this is a, none of this is ringing a bell. I, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at his face right now with the with the holes in it, and it's not familiar to me. Yeah, that's Robert. He's the haunted doll. Yeah, I I figured he looks like a little creep. Uh, but they're they're carting him around like he's some kind of celebrity. They're carting him from museum to museum. He owns an attic. He's got like vacation property. <laughs> this is a pretty impressive doll. <laughs> it's true. He's the pampered. support that's unhappy when Robert's not here. Chaos seems like it just goes haywire around here. I've been physically pushed. The cat, he walks around sometimes howling, and it's hard to explain <laughs> the things the that go on. But when it, I can't take it anymore, I call over to the custom house and I say, okay, let's get Robert back here. Whatever is here, it makes them happy. Get Robert back. <laughs> Goody has come to terms with the spirits that live here. Little surprises her now. Even the time she opened the museum to find a chair in front of Robert's case. I don't think it's Jean coming back for the doll. I, I think Robert has a very unique spirit. There's a lot of cases where different objects are haunted. Um, they say, you know, yeah. be careful of the objects you possess, or one day they might end up possessing you. That's true. Well, I do say that sometimes. That's the smartest thing you said so far. True. Uh, yeah. It's, and I'm surprised they don't go into depth on computers here, because that's the most haunted object. Uh, you put Robert in front of a PC, I can't even imagine what kind of havoc he would uh, wreak on the internet. To be honest with you, it looks like this is uh, a video filmed a little bit before computers were <laughs> popping because I saw a lot of like, uh, I don't know, old cameras and stuff like that. They were taking a lot of disposable cameras. You know, I miss those things, those disposable cameras, and they capture yeah. the best ghost pics. Yes. It's, tr it's, it's super true. Sometimes, like back in the day, uh, I would take pictures with my disposable camera. I'd go get them developed, and then I'd go see that there was a ghost in the picture, and I'd return to the scene and start shooting the area that the ghost was in. <laughs> And it was a much more uh, labor-filled process, but God, I miss those times. Yeah, and I, I feel like because of the kind of ghost electronic interference that we've talked about, I feel like sometimes ghosts, if they don't want to be pictured, sometimes they just delete that picture off the SD card. It's true, they do. It's, I think they can do that. Yeah, and they couldn't do that back in the day with no film. So, mm -hmm. you know, those were the day. I wish we were a little more analog in our day-to-day -day life. There's no yeah. cybernetics in my pistol, and that's my best tool. Yeah. Uh, until until we get to a cyberpunk future in which there will be a cybernetic pistol that I will use and fire. Uh, you saying cybernetic pistol makes me want to go look for one right now. <laughs> There's got to be at least one. Uh, sometimes I, I attach my iPhone to the top of my gun. <laughs> Just so it's like a cyberpunk device, but it doesn't do I've anything. seen I've seen you do that. You put a loading bar video on the screen, <laughs> like you're loading up the next shot. It's really cool, actually. Yeah, and I, I still have Google Glass. I'm one of the prototype <laughs> people that got to wear it, uh, and I use that on the scene, too. 
and boy, I couldn't go without it. Sometimes I'll be watching a YouTube video in the in the corner of my eye as I'm killing ghosts. Uh, so yeah, I am excited for the cyberpunk future. We got a little off topic here. This is about Robert, but uh, <laughs> put that guy in front of a PC, like I said before, and uh, I mean hell is gonna it's gonna rain down fire from the skies. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> let's let's go. And that seems to be the case with Robert. <laughs> There's nothing left in the video except for silent images of Robert sitting there. You got that was kind of eerie. Yeah, that was a good ending to the video. They know how to, they know how to spook you. The modern media. It's true. They're experts at it. Hey, what did guy, you take away from that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did you take away from that video? Uh, I took away that Robert better get a better dermatologist because he's looking pretty rough. He uh, yeah. he's got he's got some bad skin, and uh, all I really got is that Gene, uh, Gene Otto, real piece of shit. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's jeez. Yeah. Glad glad he's gone. Yeah, rest in peace, bitch. We don't want you around anymore. <laughs> and blaming everything on a doll. Yeah. Come on, dude. So, I put I just pulled up another video. We can watch about a minute of this. Uh but this guy is visiting Robert the doll, it seems. Oh, yeah, via Ouija board. Omar Gosh TV is his name. Dude, I don't want to be in here right now. This is freaking me out. What is up, fam? Welcome to another. This video is good. I can already tell. <laughs> no, I can tell from the the spinning transition that just happened with the digital noise that this video is good. Yeah, it's all you need to know. Uh, I don't think the real Robert's in this video. But uh, is he at the garrison? It looks like he's at the garrison for sure. He's holding a doll that looks like Robert, but uh, unless he's breaking the music. Oh, oh I found it. Yeah. Permission, if I can take your photo, actually take a video. <laughs> he's talking. To... <laughs> he's, he's asking photo permission. He's trying to get him to sign a waiver. I did ask permission last time, but this time I didn't ask permission. Robert. I want to ask your permission if I can take your photo, actually take a video, and I do want to apologize for taking your spirit. And <laughs> Wait a <minute. laughs> this is this is a little uh, disingenuous. He's already filming him, asking him for permission. It's yeah. a little fucked up. I like Robert. Should have done that before. I like Robert's current fit. He's yeah. different. They gave him a little sailor outfit. Yeah, he's a sailor now. I gotta tell you, he looks a lot more endearing with this. He's got his own stuffed animal. I don't it think looks he's like so he bad. maybe did go see a dermatologist. <laughs> he's looking. He had a glow up for sure. Yeah. What I haven't done this yet. This is really strange, but I don't know if you see this. This wasn't here last time. There's actually a hole in here. Like if somebody tried to <laughs> oh break in and steal Robert. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so there is, it's, not like, it's not like this glass. 
super cold. Yeah. Here. Is it cold? It is super cold in here. Oh, you actually got your finger inside. Yeah, you can put your finger. He's fingering the glass. <laughs> it is about a one inch gap in the glass that's causing them to freak out. And this guy put his finger in there. That's what you're missing right now. Oh, no, no. It's not like his spirit is trapped in there if it was. I'm going to ask Robert's ghost from Robert Jr., my replica doll, to return back to the original Robert the doll. Please return. Please return. I'm sorry if I've offended you in any way. <laughs> I didn't have to mail a letter. I came in person. So please accept my apology to you. Look at that. Oh my god. I'm so oh, that happened last time. Whoa. The same thing happened last time. Really? Whoa. You know what's crazy is that same There's a crib, a carriage of sorts rocking in the background. Rocking uh, off cameras when it started. Yeah. So. Should, I, listen, these guys are a bunch of snake oil salesmen, a bunch of glass fingering uh buffoons. Uh don't watch Omar Gosh TV. Um He's not nearly as popular as us. He's only got yeah. 3.64 million subscribers, <laughs> uh, which I'm sure is less than us. We're number one on iTunes, for God's I'm sake. number one on iTunes for months. Even during our hiatuses, I, we, our show's actually climbing up the rankings more. Yeah. You know, I figured out, I found out the other day that uh, we, we haven't uploaded in like uh six months which is strange because i've been uploading every week and people kept telling me when's the next ghoul watch and I'm like, it's on tuesday but apparently i've been uploading uh these these audio files just into the the nether into a void of sorts and i know that you have an old computer and you only have 32 gigabytes of hard drive space so you delete every episode after uploading it right yeah yeah there's no proof any of these episodes ever existed but i did upload them somewhere so if you know where that is uh please uh let me know and if you're hearing this uh i think we fixed the problem so i think we're good uh <laughs> but you know it's not my fault it's i i have an old windows 95 pc and i do my best um so yeah I think that's okay. about that's about all we've got to say for today. Yeah, that's all I got. Next week we're gonna be hitting a big topic. So uh if you're interested in the topic of UFOs, come through and listen to Bull Watch, my friend. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. stay stay strapped. Yeah, stay strapped. And if you got a freaking haunted doll in it, don't give it your property. Get it out of your house. <laughs> don't don't sign a lease where he owns a whole floor <laughs> of your house. That's that's just foolish. Even if it's just a normal doll, it's not something you should be doing. So we'll see you guys next week, and stay safe and stay ghoul free, as we say every time we sign off. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>